What's up, Ballland family? I need you to like, share, and save on all of our platforms. We would greatly appreciate it. Remember, when you're betting on yourself, push all the chips in. Yo, what's up, everybody? It's the All In Audio Experience, and we got a very special guest. Where you at, Trent? In Orlando, baby. And yes, we have we have more than one special guest, but yeah, we we got somebody in here that you know Jordan introduced me to, or you know told me about. So Jordan, go ahead and you know do the introduction. This man has a lot of you know accolades, a lot of wears many hats. So go ahead. All right, all right, you put me on the spot. But, yeah, for sure, uh, we got my boy Princeton in the building. What's up, uh, guys? My guy is an actor. My guy's a director. He's a writer. He's a producer. Yes. Just recently produced, what, six? Seven short seven films. Seven short films in six, in six months. months. Yeah. yeah, numbers. They're hard to keep up with. But, for sure, uh, we also – he also is a teacher, which is a blessing as well because yeah. uh, we have some of the students in here. We have Nicole. We have the lovely hello, Nicole hello. in the building. She's also an actress. You're a director, you've written all yeah. that great. Yes, yeah, yes. Sure. Yep. And then we have Tay in the building, my guy. What's up? <laughs> Tay is also an actor. He's written, he's directed. So we have some really talented folks in the building for this episode, and it's gonna be a good one. Sure. Yes, indeed. This is real unique. I mean, I don't think we've had anybody that's an actor, writer, you know, any of that. So this will be a great episode to have and get for some sure. insight on that. That's what I was just telling them. I was like, uh, with like within the arts, when it comes to like like looking for like media outlets and marketing, I just noticed that like actors, actresses, they're y'all are way more chill than <laughs> <laughs> like I guarantee you there's thirty rappers in my DMs right now. Like, let me get on the podcast. Like it's 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 funny how like yeah. that works. But no, I'm glad you I'm glad you reached out. It's yeah. been a long time it's coming. Been a minute, man. Yeah, man. Yeah. For sure. Excited to be on. Uh, so let's get straight to it. So, um, Trent, I'm gonna let you start off because I I don't want to. I know you want to get in there with a question. Okay, so ah, you know, you know me. I got to do a little background check. You know, oh, he man. was joking earlier <laughs> about like you know stalking, but hey, you know, got to do your research. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, I want to you know just get a little background. I know you went to the University of West Florida, yes. and um. Initially, after reading like your bio, you were originally doing nursing and you transitioned. So, yeah. what was that? You know, how did that come about? And um, you know, how did you get to this point? You know, gotcha. Yeah. So when I was about thirteen years old, um, I well, growing up, I always loved the medical field and I always loved entertainment. 
Uh, but when I was 13, I really, um, I don't know, I thought I could be an actor. You know, that was kind of like the dream. Like, man, I really could do this, you know. And I had um, an aunt and some cousins who lived in California. They had moved from Huntsville to California. And they were, like, acting and modeling and doing stuff. And so I'm like, man, if they can do it, I can do it, too. But around that time and living in Huntsville, there was no outlet for it. You know, there was no, um, like, professional acting schools and, mm-hmm. and things like that. And so it was just kind of like always an idea and, and kind of a, a desire. But there was no outlet for it. And so I really kind of went the medical route. I took um, a medical professions class um, at Spartan High School and uh, just loved it. So that's kind of where the nursing kind of came into play. And I was like, man, I think I really want to do a nur- be a nurse, do travel nursing, and then um, go back to school. And I actually wanted to be a plastic surgeon too. So it was like that whole medical field. Talk to my realm. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I was trying to do the, <laughs> get the BBLs going on for the ladies, you know? <laughs> Um, <laughs> but, um, but it's very different from, you know, very different from entertainment. And so when I was in college, I actually, before going to West Florida, I went to JSU for a little bit. Um, and when I went to JSU, I was pursuing, the same like track, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I was pursuing nursing when I went to JSU and, uh, back then during that time, they were only taking about, if I remember correctly, like 60 nursing students a semester. And so it was very competitive. So you had like four, almost 500 people trying to be nurses, and then they were only taking 60 a semester, you know. And so it was very competitive. And so you had to have like, for real, like A's. for Like even if you had like C's, it would be hard to get into the program. And so, um, but during that time, I had like, you know, trying to get my life together, started praying and asking God for direction and kind of like, what what is it that you want for my life? And um, I will never forget, I took... Uh, the HESI test, which is a test to get into the nursing school, to get into the program, the nursing program. And I didn't uh, pass. The first time I took it, I didn't pass by one point. You had to have a a 75. I made a 74.3. So, you know, those point systems are like crazy. So um, after that, I started praying and just kind of asking God for direction. And then I had a friend named Jessie. She was my RA and she was an actress. And she was like, you know, Princeton, she was like, you know, you're always hanging out with us. You know, you're always around different artists and stuff. She was like, why don't you just, you know, audition for this play and then maybe try to take an acting class. But nursing was so demanding. I was like, Jesse, I don't got time. Like, I don't have time to like, you know, um, take a class or like really, I was like, I'll do this audition, but I had never done anything like professional audition wise before, you know? And so um, that next, so I didn't do that particular play, but I ended up auditioning for another play and I ended up adding, um, it's like an acting one-on-one class that next semester because this was the spring and then we had the summer and then the fall. So this was in the fall. And uh, so, yeah, the fall of that year, I ended up taking my first acting class with Susan McCain and uh, she was an an acting teacher, but she was also a professional actress had done like Days of Our Lives and like a lot of soap operas and stuff. So she was really like, she really had some industry insights. My grandma would say my stories. Yeah, the stories, man. And and I love Miss McCain. Shout out to Miss McCain. Miss McCain was, uh, you know, she had an edge to her and was just like very lively. And um, that was the first time I learned the Uta Hagen technique too. Uta Hagen is a, a technique that I teach here at the studio. So like, oh boy, it's an anime man, what is listen, that? You know, so you got to get into okay. the acting Whoa. techniques, you know what I mean? Okay. This ain't no TikTok acting. This is real stuff over sure. here. But yeah, just trying to, you know, I don't always get to share the, the, the journey of it but um i took that class with miss mccain miss mclean had an audition for a play eurydice that year and i auditioned for it and um i loved it man that was my first time hitting like a, a professional stage and it just felt like this was the right thing for me 
you know, so I kind of look at it as like, you know, one door was closing, which was the door for nursing. And this other door, which was the entertainment industry and acting was opening up. And I've been doing it ever since. So did you, um, did you do any acting when you were at Sparkman or before that? No, so no. Either, you weren't a theater kid at all. I wasn't a theater kid at all. Oh, that's um, crazy. I think I took, I, I, so I went to Sparkman 11th grade through, um, I'm sorry, 10th grade through 12th, but I went to Bob Jones my freshman year. And I think I had like a drama class for Bob Jones only for like a week because, you know, you can like change your schedule and stuff. So I I was only in that. I think I only went one time and then my schedule changed and I didn't have that class anymore. Yeah. Yeah. But I never was a theater kid. I never grew up doing it. I did like a church play once, but it wasn't anything like professional, you know. It's crazy because like Spartan, like out of the high school, this one of the ones that came to theater like more Mm -hmm. than other ones. Yeah. 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 But I'm like back then. Theater wasn't a cool thing, you know what I mean? I like you, theater's ever been cool. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Spartman, back then, Spartman had the babe. So I'm like, you you going to class and you looking for the girls, you know what I mean? Just sure, being honest, sure, you know, sure. that's, what, that's what my focus was. It wasn't even on, like, and re- barely academics, you know what I mean? Yeah, for just, sure. But just being honest and, you know, being truthful with everything. But, yeah, I, I didn't do any type of theater growing up. That's yeah. a pretty cool story. Yeah. Um, Nicole, how did you get to acting? Oh, I got into acting. Uh, I was, I was, a, I wouldn't say theater kid. It was, um, it was an elective in high school at the time, and I didn't want to take Spanish. So it was, what is your elective? And so I said, I'll choose drama. I mean, <laughs> had a few I friends. I did not know you could do that. You could get out. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not from here. I'm from Tupelo, Mississippi. Um, oh, okay. So I went to, I went to a different, I went to a different high school than the local, the local people around here. Um, but yeah, so it, I didn't want to take Spanish. Um, it wasn't, it wasn't it for me. I was like, I'll do drama. And the main reason I did it is because of the time, the the period of that class was right before my softball class. So I could just relax and do whatever, and then I could go straight into practice. Um, but I ended up really liking it enough to put forth effort. And then my softball career kind of overtook that. I had to make it a priority. So I did softball for um, all the way up to college. And then I joined um, – varsity even at the sixth grade so I was playing varsity way ahead um and so but when I went joined to college I had to focus on a career I chose criminal justice which overpowered softball um turned out criminal justice wasn't for me as well um so now I'm back into college um doing creative writing so liberal arts creative writing um but started in theater I met Princeton um year ago we had a we had a call but it was the first call this back year. For, earlier this, this yeah, year earlier this year mm-hmm. i had my first in-person callback audition i walked into a room i was the first one there <laughs> i sat in a room i don't think i was supposed to sit in i was shy i didn't speak to anyone uh, a bunch of other people showed up and then in walks this guy <laughs> this tall guy and people just hounded him and wanted wanted to speak to him wanted to talk to him and i'm like i don't know who that is I want to know. I want to know who that is. Um, and so, I gave this description to a friend of mine who's also an actress, Angela. She's like, I think, I think that's Princeton Drake. So she sent me his Facebook, and I added him. And as, as soon as I added him, I saw where he was having classes, and so I joined, and it's been like that. We've been here yeah, ever since. Ever yeah. since. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I love writing too, so I like to create. <laughs> I love writing. I I love. It's definitely. I mean, if I'm if I'm not if I'm not acting, I'll be writing for sure. That's like my thing when I watch like any media is like how the writing is, the dialogue. That's like my like if you want to get me on something, <laughs> like I got to get into the characters. And yeah. Stuff like that, for sure. It's so important. That's pretty cool. Yep. 
hey, don't run from me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like we one more person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, the question is, how did I get into acting? Right. So in 2018, my friend. The short answer is my friend Devin. So in 2018, he had always been into acting, and ever since he got into college, we went to UAH together. And um, 2018 happened, and he had some assignment for one of his professors, um, where it's like. It was almost interpretive dancing. Like I wasn't dancing, but it was like I had to do a voiceover. But in the actual production, I wasn't actually saying words. I was just doing body movements, and um, it was called contrast and affinity. And it was about how you can well. It it was more of a, a lighting project with um, black versus white lighting and things like that. And so he was like, "Hey, I need somebody to help with that." And I was like, "Okay, I'll do it." And um, that was in 2018, and then graduate. He was in graduate school a couple years later, and um, <clears throat> am I too loud? No, you're oh, okay, okay. <laughs> so yeah, he was in graduate school a couple of years later in 2021, and so he actually wrote, um, directed, produced, um, and acted in his own short film. It's uh, roughly it's under 30 minutes. Um, so there was another opportunity and he was like, Hey, I need an extra actor. Do you want to do it? I was like, sure, whatever. Because I'd always been, I'm an engineer by trade. So I got my degree in system engineering. Um, (laughs) (laughs) yeah. So acting, it never, like, I loved to watch it, obviously. Um, Martin, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, Living come Single. On, come on, the greats. Yeah, come on, one on one. I mean, we can keep going and going yeah. and going. So obviously growing up on that, I love that. And my favorite actor is Will Smith. But I didn't really take it serious. Well, let me go back. So after Devin allowed me to be on the set of Geo, um, his prof- I met his professor there, and him and I kicked it off. And so his professor that following semester was shooting his own feature-length film. Um, and he was like, hey... You know, I want you to be in it. It's not a lot of work, but you can say you were in a feature film and just something cool. And I was like, all right. And I just really enjoyed, like, what I fell in love with, what I fell in love with was the behind the camera, like what the acting actually looks like versus, like, what a bystander would see on a 55-inch or 45-inch TV. Like, seeing how the, the director of photography is, like, doing a whip around shot or, you know, for like a, that 70 show style shot or, you know, like Spike Lee has his famous shots. So being on the set and just watching and I mean, man, I probably did my take in 30 minutes, but Dr. J, he's the professor. He let me be on, on set multiple days to help out as crew. And he was like, you know, as long as you don't get in the way, you can ask questions. And that was kind of like the experience that bit me in the bug. And so uh, summer of 2022, I was like, this was a, this happened in the fall of 2021. So spring of 2022, I didn't do anything. And then summer 22, I was like, yo, Devin, I really want to do this acting thing. Cause it's like, it had been four or five months. I'd stepped away from it. And I just like, something was like calling me back to it, bro. And so I was like, what can I do? Is there anything in Huntsville? And he was like, yeah, there's this one place. And I said, okay. And that didn't turn out well. So um, we reached out to someone else and um, Dr. J actually referred me. He was like, Hey, I think there's another studio divine legacy, something. Um, There's this guy (laughs) that I hear his name's Princeton. Check it out. And so uh, checked it out, DM'd 
the email, I did my research and DM the Divine Legacy Conservatory email. And um, Princeton, it hit me back within a couple of days, maybe a week or so, um, if memory serves. And we jump, jumped on a call to just feel each other out. Um, he was basically letting me know, this is how I teach. This is what acting is like. Um, and I've been taking it serious ever since what I started class. Sep- Last August. Aug- August of 2022. And yeah. That's pretty cool. Pretty cool. So not the typical journey. Yeah. <laughs> I think I caught that bug too with videography. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Uh, cinematography, videography. There's once you get into it, you see like there's so many different worlds, mm-hmm. right? And, like so many different types of talented people. Because yeah. like on my side, like there's people who do like um, music videos. It's totally different from like people who edit like shorts or like people who do YouTube videos, yeah. or people yeah. who do TikTok videos. <laughs> it's just so many different things and so many different creative ways people like. Like, you might get up there and see somebody, like, on a skateboard, like, like pushing the camera on a skateboard and catch a cool shot or something like that. So, I, I definitely got behind the scenes. I was like, bro, y'all are y'all are nice, bro. Like, <laughs> yes. this, is, this is cool. Yes. For sure. And then, even like, improv. So, that's one thing I want to ask you guys about. Um, have you guys done any, like, improv stuff? Because um, Martin is one of my favorite shows when I was a kid. And once I saw, like, some of the behind the scenes and some of, like, Things I didn't notice as a kid, like they would be like acting like a wig was like a dog or something, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. and I'd be like <laughs> cracking up, and yeah. I did not notice when I was a kid. And it's crazy how magical things can be, like when people are just, you know, what I'm saying. Yeah. So, you what's know the story behind that? Uh, no, go ahead, go ahead, tell the story. So I just watched it uh, on what was it Instagram, the mm, clip yeah, with yeah. Uh, with uh, Tachino Arnold and Martin and all of them talking about what happened. Mm-hmm. And so, like, well, make a long story short, there was a gap in the script, yeah. and they just needed to fill time. And so the showrunners were like, hey, guys, do something. And Martin was just like, y'all, follow my lead. Oh, wow. And then, I don't know, have you seen the scene where uh, they take the wig off, the, and it's like, like it's a dog, <laughs> it's and like, they throw it yeah, around. Yeah, yeah. And like, <laughs> that's all I kid you not. It's like, they just I used to like literally yeah. wait by the TV like for this show to go oh, on. Yeah. Yeah. I never knew that was a... Yeah. Like a wig until I'm like grown adult. I was <laughs> yeah, just like, bro. what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. and it's crazy how like they can like you guys can create memories with like acting and stuff. Yeah, like, absolutely. you know what I'm saying? So that's pretty dope. Yeah. But back to the question, um, yeah. have you done any improv, anything like that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So actually, we do um, improv warm ups. So like right before we get into like our major monologues and scenes and stuff, we do improv and okay. we play games like um, yes and we do. Um, like freeze tag and just different improv games to to loosen up our bodies because you know just like with singing or any type of you know that type of form of art you got to warm up a little bit you know you can't I mean you can just dive right into it but it's always better to warm up just a little bit so we do improv warm-ups yeah and they're always fun like we always have fun with them we always create really crazy scenarios and stories and then sometimes you know with certain games you can like start a new one but then sometimes the people will go back to the one that we just did like a couple minutes before so it's always fun how you know to build on it so yeah that's pretty dope yeah um all right so we're going to take a cut real quick so right. we can like share and comment on this video yes. please do that you know what i'm saying we need Indeed. that grow the channel whole lot of that. Um, also, I wanted to give you a chance to plug before we got too deep into All it. Right. So plug any events, anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, December 16th at 6 p.m., we are having a 
our end of the year showcase. It'll be at Low Mill on the second floor and their new renovated like theater space. And so um, please come out and check us out. We have live performances. We are showing our series of short films there. We got some music performance and dance performances as well. So this is a show that you guys don't want to miss. So come out Low Mill, December 16th, 6 p.m. A lot of that. All right, Trent, take it away. Um, so Nicole mentioned this that when she went, you know, and did her first audition, you know, she was real shy and stuff. You know, a lot of times when we ask our, you know, um, artists or musicians, like, you know, how is that first performance? How is that first audition like for everybody that you know has done an audition? How was that like for you all? And you know, how did you prepare? How did you get the jitters off? You know. Um, I think for me, um, I, I can't speak for everyone, but for me, uh, every audition is like the first audition, especially when you're in person. <laughs> um, it, you always have the jitters, but honestly, it's, um, I wouldn't want it any other way. It, it definitely creates an emotion that you can tap into to use for your performances. But for me, it was it, right after right after COVID had, um, we started started opening up a little bit from COVID. So being able to do that in-person audition, there's people to this day that actually haven't gotten to do that. have never done that. They've never been in a room with a director, casting agent, screenwriter, any of that. And so one, I'm just honored and blessed to be able to have done it, to have been a part of it. Uh, but it's just study for me studying lines, getting into that character, and um, figuring out where to go and where to take that character helps with those jitters. Because uh, if you can become that character, if you can actually tap into that character, it's it's like you're it's like you're living any it's like you're living every day anyway. So when you can tap into that and um, create that, you you lose those jitters because it's like I'm sitting here talking to you guys right now. It's something I do every single day. So uh, that's that's initially how I, I do that. Uh, but the jitters usually don't go away. This is true. <laughs> um, it, uh, it's with every audition. It's with every performance. It's with um, every time I am get in front of the camera. It's uh, yeah. it, it never goes away. But, again, I wouldn't have it any other way for sure. I like it. I like it. Uh, so I like – I like business, so I was telling you, Trent's like the, the engineer. Yeah. I, I, I like to get into the business side of things, yeah. and I was noticing you guys talking about agents earlier. Mm. So, especially for like people that want to become actors and actresses that might see this, what is it like getting an agent? What are some things you need to like know <clears throat> when you're deciding uh, who to I've, go? So, with? in my career, I've had a couple of agents, mm -hmm. and um, my my story with getting an agent was actually um, it was a little bit different. So. Mm -hmm. My, I got my agents, both of them, uh, my first round of agents that I've had, um, I got them at a showcase, like an acting showcase. And one of them actually was one, um, gosh, I, I just just telling somebody this story, but um, so the old acting studio where I used to train, Tyler Perry's casting director, um, Tyler Perry's casting director, Raven Drummer, came for a workshop. Okay. I couldn't afford the workshop. It was expensive. And so I had, like, asked my acting teacher at the time if I could um, – like come and help out and just like, you know, be a part of the, the workshop or whatever. And yeah. he was just like, no, you know, he was like, I couldn't do it at first. Okay. Then he called me the night before she came and was like, hey, you can be the reader for all the other actors. So it was like 30 actors at this workshop and like they needed a scene partner to read the scenes with. And so he was like, you can be the reader, but you can't participate in the workshop. So I couldn't like audition or do any type of acting for the workshop. So I was like, okay, cool. And so um, that day, Raven Drummer came, and then also um, my old a my old agent Amber came, and Am Amber was looking for new talent, and so um, 
so everybody has gone and done like you know I'm reading for everybody and like all of this stuff and uh, I'm in the back room it's me Raven and Amber and we're talking and stuff like that and, and Raven kind of thought I like worked for the studio and stuff and I was like no I'm a student here and she was like oh like why aren't you participating in a workshop you know what I mean and I'm like I didn't want to tell I couldn't afford it so I'm just I'm like oh you know I'm just I'm just reading for the actors you know like I'm just helping out that type of thing you know what I mean and then she was like oh no you should like um she was like you should you should audition like you know read for a role or whatever and I had the lines memorized because I've been reading for 30 people you know what I mean so um but this is, I'm, I'm going to go back to research too, but this is important to know what is currently on TV because the show um, that a lot of the actors were auditioning for was Tyler Perry's The Haves and The Have Notch, which is a casting, well, I mean, which is a show that Raven Drummer was casting for. I had been watching the show, so I was familiar with the character. And I had already seen the episode too, so I kind of knew a little bit about the character. I knew the lines and all of that. So um, I kind of gave the teacher like a look, kind of like checking in with him, kind of like saying, hey, like, can I read you know can I read for her it was like the, I was like the very last person and um he kind of gave me the okay to do it and bro I I gave it my all like I yeah. I read that thing I made some acting choices right there in the moment and it was good enough to where Amber was like yo I want to sign you and then the next day she sent me a contract yeah. So what is, what does an agent do for you once you get an agent? Yeah. So agents for you in the industry, they work for you. So basically, when you book roles, um, you your agent gets paid, right? So like, if I book a big national TV show, my agent is going to get paid. But what they do is is that they find roles for you. So like they will um, research movies and television shows and, and roles that fit your casting. So like sometimes as actors, we'll submit for roles, but then also there's projects that we can't see, but your agent can see. You know, and it's usually those bigger um, SAG projects and, you know, mainstream projects like... Um, like the big stuff, the real, real big stuff, you know, not so much of the independent stuff, but like the bigger stuff that's going to be, you know, like a big blockbuster on mainstream or Netflix show, things like that. And so your agents really work for you and they do a lot. I mean, agents are important. You know, I tell every actor, it's good to have an agent that is, is your friend and also your business partner. You know, um, you want to have a relationship with them. You want to be able to call them and say, hey, I see that, you know, Raven Drummer is casting for this role here. You know, I, I, I want to audition for this. Cool. Your agent will submit you for that. You know, talk about career goals. What's what's the step within the next year, five next, you know, next five years, you know. So agents are really, really important. But you do have some actors who don't have agents and they still, um, you know, they still work and do stuff. So, yeah. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So the casting side of things. I know yeah. This, and Trent, forgive me if I'm <laughs> stepping on you. Um, I noticed like different actors kind of some like stick to a certain type of role. Mm -hmm. Like if you see Liam Neeson, <laughs> somebody in his family got took. Yeah. And he on the way. He plays the the, the, the father well. <laughs> the deranged oh, father. So, someone's kid. Someone is kidnapped. Somebody kidnapped. is gone. Yeah, 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 for sure. And then like, you know, my boy Denzel. Come yeah, on. Denzel to be a puppy. He gonna be barking. Denzel. You know what I'm saying? He got that. But uh, oh my God. so like, how does, how does that work? How does that work? Um, so yeah, some actors do get typecast, you know, uh -huh. for particular roles. Um, uh, one thing that I love and I teach my actors is, is that it's good to be versatile. It's good to be an actor that is uh, well-rounded, can play multiple roles and not get stuck in one lane. But sometimes the industry will put you in a lane, mm -hmm. you know, and it's not on purpose, but it's just, you're good at that. So that's kind of what you want to do. And 
continue on with that. You know what I mean? Um, and I don't know. I, I always like to challenge myself as an actor. I'm about to step into a role that I've never probably would have never thought that I would do, but I'm going to do it because I know that I can, you know what I mean? I know that I'm, I'm versatile and I know that I'm going to, I'm going to give it my all and make it as believable as possible. But some people like to stay in that lane and it's good, especially if the lane is making you money and it's giving you exposure and you're able to feed your families, you know, stay in it, you know, but for me, I like I like I like for people to look at me and be like, dang, I really could never see you doing it, but you really did a good job. You really moved yeah. me, you know what I mean? So I like that, and I try to teach them that. But everybody has their own, you know, their own way of doing things. Yeah, I feel like um, that's, I, I feel like you. At least I've noticed it with certain um, actors. They had that one role where it was finally they were able to like break out. Mm-hmm. Like you say, you love Will Smith. Will yeah. Smith was like a the funny guy. Yeah. And the big sci-fi guy for so long. Yeah. And then I think he had Seven Pounds came out. Mm. It was one of those ones in Pursuit of Happiness. Around that era, he started to really branch out and be, like, more yeah. emotional, more dramatic. And step yeah. into, like, it felt like he stepped into another level. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, for and sure, for sure. Another level. Yeah. So, no, that's pretty yeah. dope. Yeah. Because there's different, you know, there's different genres of acting. So you have, like, drama. You have comedy. You have horror. You have all of those things. And I think, especially if you're speaking on Will Smith, we were used to seeing him in that that funny, comedic role, you know. But then if you also see those episodes of Fresh Prince where, you know, the episode with his father and stuff, yeah. it gets emotional. So it was always there, you know what I mean? But because he was doing the other stuff so well, it was like, well, let's keep that because yeah. that's what's bringing the attraction and the money in, yeah. you know. But when he does do like a seven pounds or um, um, gosh, the one with the son where he has the little son, Pursuit of Happiness, um, Pursuit of Happiness it's like, oh, he is acting. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, even the one, the award where he um, played the Serena's name father. I can't think of that one. Just recently. Uh, yeah. King Richard. King Richard. You know what I mean? He yeah. was, I mean, he's, act, he's a, Will Smith is one of the greatest actors of all times. But can yeah. I go back even before? Uh, There's one prominent movie that, Missing out on a six degrees of separation. Yeah, movie. yeah, yeah, yeah. That movie yeah. is what really another one. like broke him out of the mold. Yeah, um, because it showed how dramatic he could go. Yeah, yeah, that's true. He said, "I'm, I'm a real fan." He said, the real, real ones who were really here. Yeah. We're gonna take Y'all it really back to the nineties. I like that. I like that, dog. Because I'm, <laughs> I'm like that with my people yeah, too, especially like in music. There's oh, there's yeah. parallels for sure. Yeah. yeah. You got that person that you like, nah, y'all wasn't hip. He was already right. playing, he he already was playing already the seeds. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. I got you. But yeah. to bounce, I mean, to bounce back off that, though, yeah. we are some monologues that we're doing uh, mm-hmm. at the showcase. Um, Princeton specifically wanted us to pick a monologue that we, it would be out of our comfort zone. Um, so, for instance, uh, I love comedy. I'm huge comedy. Uh, give yeah. me so, give me something. Comedy, I'm, I'm golden. Um so I went with something dramatic, something mm-hmm. serious, something emotional. Yeah. Um, but that's just—I mean—that's that's him keeping it like that to be able to, to, yeah. to so we can be the Will Smiths of our age. You know right. what I mean? So, sure. Yeah, range. range yeah, yeah, yeah for it. sure. Yep. Yeah. 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 Even seeing like somebody like I know he's not a—I don't know. Some people might consider him an actor now, whatever. But he's a comedian, you know, Kevin Hart doing a few serious roles after, you know, being such a, a funny guy. So it's, uh, it's a good thing to be able to transition and do multiple things. Yeah. Um, so Princeton, you talked about techniques earlier. Yes. So 
you know, give us some of these techniques that you're talking about. You know, you throwing out, Ooh, I don't even know what the words you said, but. Yeah. Oh, man. You got that Hadouken. Listen, let me give, let me give y'all, let me break it down to y'all. So we got, no, there's a few techniques that I like to incorporate in the studio. Um, one is the Udahagen technique. That's the one that we use the most because it's, you can incorporate it for stage and film and television. And so um, that's, that's the one, again, that, you know, that I like and use the most. Uh, there's also Meisner technique, which is really big on uh, repetition. And so we've done some Meisner exercises in class and incorporate them in there. Um, there's Stanislavski technique, man. There's, I, I really feel like this as an actor, you really got to know the people who started it, the foundational stuff, you know what I mean? And it's always important to be a smart actor too, because if anyone asks you questions about something, you don't want to just be like, well, I don't know. Like, you know, I don't know who Uta Hagen is or I don't know what she did or, you know. And so I always encourage them to, like, get the acting books, go through the techniques. Some of them are repetitive. You know, some of the, sometimes they are saying the same things over and over, but it's just good stuff to know. You know what I mean? Because uh, you don't ever want to be on set with the director and, you know, they're like, oh, well, you know, well, 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 what technique do you use or something like that? And you're just like, well, I don't know. I just do whatever. You know what I mean? You're going to sound crazy. Just you know what I mean? Just vibing, bro. Just like, I'm just I'm just here. You know what I mean? I just did a good audition, you know. But you do have some actors out there that are just naturally talented and they're yeah. good. And they didn't they may not have had any technique, you know, yeah. but then they go back and they learn certain stuff just so that they can know, you know. Yeah. I think that's yeah. the next like, level in a lot of Nick Cannon and Drumline. Yeah, he's a Nick being able to read music. Oh, we, yeah, we, yeah, <laughs> okay. yes, that is hey, spot yeah. on. I'm a drumline fan. Yeah, no, same. <laughs> and and low keto. I'm not gonna lie. When I was in band, that's how I learned to play drums. I learned by ear. Oh, really? I didn't learn mm -hmm. to read music first. I learned by ear. I yep. think that's like the next level in a lot of professions is like being able to execute it consistently, but then being able to like yeah. communicate what you did after the Absolutely. fact. Mm. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it takes it to another level. Cause yep. then you can like communicate like with your team, like yeah. what you need and stuff like that. Yeah. So no, that's definitely dope. Mm -hmm. Well, right. you know, that's what they say. When you teach, when you're able to teach something, that's when you actually, you know, have really found your way in whatever that craft is. And you yeah. can actually teach somebody else. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's important, man, especially in this industry. I wish that more people um, would, you know, reach one, teach one, you know, because it's, this industry is an industry of relationships. It's a really you can have all the talent in the world, but if nobody knows you and if you don't have those connections, it's going to be very difficult to navigate, you know. And so teaching was something that I always desired um, after kind of seeing um, uh, there. I had an old acting mentor and that was kind of his thing he would teach you know he taught acting and he was also an, a good actor as well and so I would look at him and I'm like man I want to learn from him I want to learn how he does this because of that time frame that was then you know it it was inspiring you know um, now that I'm more in a teaching position it's important for me to help others launch their careers and the reason why is that not every acting teacher you encounter is really going to care about your life and your career. They're going to take your money, right? I don't do this for money. You know what I mean? I do it because when I meet someone like Nicole and she, she's like, Hey, I, I want to take classes. I want to, I want to hop in there. I want to learn, you know, these are my future goals and stuff. I'm like, okay, let's do it. You know, or I have someone like Tay who was, you know, don't, didn't have a lot of experience, but the same thing, man, I want to be an actor. I want to learn. I want to, I want to hop in here. I want to be able to be comfortable on stage and on, on the screen. You know what I mean? So for me, it's a little bit different. Cause it's like, I listen to those things and I'm like, it's important for me, you know? Um, 
And it's a lot of sacrifice, and sometimes it, it can cut into your own personal life and your career. But the reward to see the growth, like to see the growth and take over a year and a half, to see the growth in the cold in, in six, seven months, beautiful. And and no one can take that from me. You know what I mean? But every I would say every acting teacher has their own motive of why they do it. You know, some people do it for the money and some people really do it because they believe in their talent and they believe in their students. And it's like, yo, you got it. You know what I mean? And how can I help you get there? You know? So, yeah, that's what I would say as far as like the teaching aspect of things. Yeah. Yeah. Make sure you get paid, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm playing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, <laughs> uh, listen. We don't have class for free. We don't have class for free, man. I'm the businessman, so I got to be on it. No, yeah. no, seriously, though. Damn. Yeah. And, I, I, and, that, and that was honestly something that I had to tighten up on, mm -hmm. you know, because I was being a little, a little lax. And, you know, again, it's, I don't do it for money, but I know that I have to because this is a business, yeah. you know what I mean? And, it, and it's growing and it's expanding and we're doing great things. Um, so I know that that stuff is important. So I'm tightening up in that area. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and, and I only say that because yeah. um, me, like as a kid, I always loved business. I always loved. Like, yeah. I knew whatever I did, I wouldn't be happy unless I got some money from it. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? <laughs> but uh, with me and Trent, like we deal with a lot of artists. Across, yeah. You know, I deal with a lot of musicians, a lot of artists, stuff like that. Yeah. And you know, one thing that's not very different about being an actor and being a singer, y'all both have to deal with the companies who, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. They deal with labels. You guys deal with um, the studios. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, and they both have contracts that can definitely have you looking sad because you, you know what I'm saying? You've been working for five to years on this day. project <laughs> to this day and it's making money, but you're not making no money, off, making money. Of, yeah. off of it. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Um, yep. Exactly why the strike happened. The strike happened. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And that's what I wanted to get into. Yeah. Um, can you just like explain what that is for like just oh, ca gosh. casuals? Because <laughs> we, ca we casuals. Um, what, yeah. what is the, is it the SAG AFTRA? Um, what is it? Yeah, man, it was Did it I was it writer strike. It was acting strikes. It okay. was a lot of different things. But um, one of the one of the main things is that I'm just going to be very very honest. Okay, this industry is not a very lucrative industry. Mm -hmm. Actors get paid nickels and dimes. Yeah. I'm being very honest. I got two SAG checks maybe a month ago. One was five cent. One was three dollars. These were residual checks from a major television show that I booked and worked on. And so this is not, uh, you know, and not to shade any type of other profession or anything like that, but, you know, those jobs are a little bit more secure than acting. You know what I mean? It's really not. And then you have to fight for the role to get it. It's like, uh, you know, I tell people when they say that acting is not a real job, I'm like, you don't even have, you don't even know. It's like a five-step process just to book one role. And then a lot of times you you don't get no feedback, you don't get nothing. You you do your best job and you and you just you wait and then you don't hear from we'll it. Hit you up, buddy. Right. And then you move on to the next project. So it's it's, it's you know, it's very difficult and that's why I tell actors you got to be called to do it cuz if not you're going to quit. Yeah. I've started with a lot of people who were better than me, better looking than me, better, you know, would book more roles than me, all of those things, but they quit. Yeah. Because it's again, it's a tough industry, you know. Um, yeah, you have to enjoy it. But I think with the strikes, though, one thing they were fighting for was, you know, better pay for actors, um, better residuals for actors. Um, also, the use of AI, which was a big thing in, you know, with the strikes, because as actors, man, we put so much into our roles, our hearts, our minds, our bodies, like we're really becoming these characters for y'all's enjoyment. And now you want to replace us with AI? You know what I mean? It's like a slap in the face. 
and then you already not paying us. So it's like, bro, what can we do? You know? So that was, uh, you know, some of the stuff within the strikes. And there was other things as well, you know. But those are just kind of the things that, you know, we were on strike for, you know. And it sucked. I mean, as a, as a professional actor and been doing this for nine years, I am an actor who was getting on a before COVID and really like a good week of acting for me. I was getting at least six auditions a week to now maybe getting an audition once every two or three months. So my opportunities have been limited, you know, but I love what I do, man. And I, I, I just, I could go and do other things. I, I have multiple degrees. I'm very smart. You know, um, I feel like I'm a chameleon. I can adapt to any situation, but it's something about this entertainment industry that I can't walk away from, you know? And so do, you know, during this time of the strikes, I started producing, you know, and again, we, I produced seven shorts in six months. It's not really my lane, but I've learned it as I've stepped into it more and more, you know, also directing and doing all those things because I said, you know what, I can't just be an actor anymore. I got to do these other things as well too, you know, because right now acting is slow, you know, so I have to step into other lanes of the entertainment industry and it's been fun, you know, it's been fun and, and very, very insightful too. So, yeah. That man doing Nas numbers, like doing numbers. Shout out to Larry June. Yeah. So go ahead, Trent. Yeah, go. Well, if you got some uh, that you are, uh, you know, relating to this, go ahead. Okay, so <laughs> I guess um, just staying on that tip, how how has like the boom in like social media kind of helped and just affected? I guess you being able to put out more content because you know yeah. us like growing up, you could not get like out like you couldn't put out your work. Yeah. Without like first of all six months of process because you really couldn't record yourself. It wasn't common to have a yeah. a good camera. It wasn't common. Yeah. If you could record something, it's not like anybody could watch it. So yeah. like, how has that like affected it? I, I will say um, everybody's different. So for me, how it has affected my career is um, I would say when I got in the industry almost 10 years ago, um, social media was still kind of growing. Right. It was still kind of, you know, you didn't have your TikToks and all of that type. So you didn't even have Vine. Then maybe I think Vine was coming a little bit afterwards. But I would say um, my just my personality. I like to do my acting stuff and I like to go home. You know, and so I'm not really big on the social media. Like, I don't post a lot. Um, I don't make videos a lot and do stuff that's just me, you know. But what I'm but what I'm saying is, is that the way of the world now in the entertainment industry, you have to do those things now. I've been in auditions where in-person auditions where they ask you, how many Instagram followers do you have? And in my mind, I'm like, it don't matter because if I'm good for the role and I'm killing this audition, like, who cares? But they're looking at it as, well, if you are a great actor and you got a hundred thousand followers. If we book you, those people are going to watch the the show that you're in and that's going to bring yeah. us money. You know what I mean? And viewers and stuff. And so I'm like, dang, I ain't got number about two or 3000, you know what I mean? So I got, I got, I got to, you know, I got to get my, my Instagram followers up, but um, every actor stick different. Some actors enjoy doing those things, you know, and, and posting. And it's like really like another job, you know what I mean? Posting content, creating content, um, taking the pictures and doing all of that stuff. And so for me, someone who's not really all into that, 
I have to kind of get into it now, yeah. you know. So I try to post more, more, and do all those type of things. But every actor, I would say, and everyone in that lane is a little bit different. Okay. Yeah. Any, has it has it affected y'all any? Maybe like even the artistry aspect of it because you know, like like take comedy. Um, Stand up comedians are still like you know they're still very popular, and, but like social media almost introduced the new type of comedian. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Has that? Um, have you noticed that in acting as well? Um, in the sense of like I I follow people just because they just get into characters on yeah. like on their phone. You know what I'm saying? uh i think it's it's hard um because half of me is yes i post i you know i i try to i try to get my name out there i try to let people know when something's happened so like if you come to me i can great i can make a great post um about my weekend but it's almost for me personally it's so it's so hard sometimes to um brand or broadcast yourself um so I would much rather someone else do it for me, mm-hmm. um, but maybe that's the actor in me. Like, just put a cam- put a camera yeah. on me, give me some lines, and and I and I thing. perform. But I've definitely, I think, especially with local and and TikTok mm-hmm. with local with local people, TikTok stuff like that. There's a lot of people that are getting, um, are getting the views that they should that they should be getting that they wouldn't yeah. have gotten without that social media. Yeah. And you, it's missed talent when you don't when you can't yeah. find those people. So I think it's benefited. I think it's benefited us. Like if if I needed to do it, I'm mm-hmm. sure it would benefit me in a way much greater than it did. Definitely, yeah. You know, nine years ago. Yeah. So for me, it hasn't really. Um, social media hasn't really done anything for my career yet because I'm at the very beginning of my career. Mm-hmm. I have only been Same. taking acting classes for a year and a half, so I haven't um, yet had my first professional paid gig, and so. Uh, just to be transparent, I'm not big enough yet. You know what I'm saying? Um, mm-hmm. But there are like TikTok actors and TikTok mm-hmm. dancers and TikTok. Yeah. You know, like yeah. there are social yeah. media people in each category. Yeah. You know, you got your social media comedians and then rappers and actors. Yeah. So, I mean, social media as a whole, um, I, I, the way I view it, it's just a thing, right? Social mm-hmm. media is a it's a platform, and humans make it good. Yeah. It, like the platform, people talk bad about social media, but it's literally just a platform for you to have access to someone else's life yeah. for what they want to show you. Yeah. And either that can be, you know, dramatic or traumatic, or it can be happy or sad. Like, yeah. people are what make it what it is. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So, You'd be acting like the little Miles Morales in the video game yeah. <laughs> where he's like just standing there in one spot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. But I do, I, I would say hey. that I. I enjoy the social media stuff, though, man. It's sometimes you just get locked in and be like, dang, I've been on this TikTok for about 30, 40 minutes. Bruh. You know what I mean? Oh, Bruh. Sure. Yeah, I you know. recently joined TikTok. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, really? recently. <laughs> I don't even think it's been over three months. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. I was, I'm part of, I'm part of a, a group called um, HAG. Uh, it's a production company local to Huntsville. And mm-hmm. they were like, we're going we're gonna to do a TikTok. I said, okay, cool, I'll be in it. And then they tried to tag me, and I didn't have a TikTok. Oh. Um, so I started a TikTok. Uh, I don't still know how to work it. No. Um, so there's that. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. 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 I mean, there's always something new to learn in all these platforms. It's always something. But I feel y'all, too, on just putting out content. You know, it's, uh, it's a challenge, like bringing people into your life. Um, 
and how people do it daily, man. Like, yeah. it's just crazy. My my sister does it very often. Mm. So it's like, whew, it's a <laughs> tough thing man. to you, bring a, people uh, into the reality of your life, <laughs> man. It is. Yeah, that's yeah. true. So, I mean, let's, uh, let's hop into this um, conservatory, you know, and how that came about, you know? Oh, man. Yeah, so uh, it's we just hit our three-year mark. Yeah, so November 8th of 2020. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, November 8th of 2020, we had our, um, what is it called, like your open house, you know, and um, that was the first the first time people came and, signed up for classes and it was it was a it was it was a beautiful moment you know what i mean because actually divine legacy conservatory started um as a class project when i was in college so i took a um (laughs) what's the what's the class oh man it was like a acting gosh what is that class called i i see the teacher his name was jerry brisky um but it was basically that whole that entire class we had one project and that project was like our final grade. And we had to come up with our own acting studio. Like (laughs) we had to write, correct. I'm like, sir, what a test that like, but no, that was our whole grade. Like, I think we had like one, maybe one other test, but that was like literally our whole grade. And we had a, um, it was like, you had to come up with your own production company. You had to have shows. You had to have a budget. You had to have like cast members, staff, like everything. And so, um, I had named it Divine Legacy Conservatory because um, I'm really big on legacy and creating a legacy for yourself and, um, you know, just that whole idea of what a legacy is and passing something down. And, and so that's where the legacy came from. And then the that semester before uh, I took that class, I had did a play at UWF um, and a lady after the show one time, she really loved my performance. And it was an older lady. And she said, your performance was divine. And I, that just stuck with me. And I was like, divine, like that just sounds good and rich and, and just, you know, and, and I always would hear that lady say that, you know, and so she was, yeah, just old sweet lady, man. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> man, you over here speaking life into a brother. I'm just trying to, you know what I'm saying? But no, seriously. And um, so Divine Legacy Conservatory was birthed in that class. And that was in like 2012, you know, and um and so in, in 2020, I um, went through a transitional period. I had left my old acting studio where I had been a part of for about seven years off and on. And um, this is important. I, I will say this. It's important to know who you are, what you bring to the table, and also and when you're in those moments to know when to leave. So I was a part of a studio where I was an acting student, but I always wanted to be more. I always felt like I could be on staff. I always felt like, you know, I was bringing people to that studio, like telling people, like, hey, come over here and train, blah, 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 you know, do this type of thing like that. They never gave me an opportunity to to be who I am today. They didn't see it. And I realized um, after a lot of things had happened there, I realized in this moment, well, in a moment that when that man dies and all of that type of stuff, that stuff is going to go to his children. It's not going to go to me. Even though I was, they were like family to me, you know? And so, um, so I ended up leaving that studio and this was in the middle of COVID, but people, we, there were still like little auditions here and there. So, but people were reaching out to me and I'm like, Hey, Princeton, like, can you help me with this audition? Can you help me read and do all of this stuff? 
And I was like, yeah, let's do it, you know, whatever. But I didn't feel comfortable bringing people in my house because of COVID. You know what I mean? So it was like, dang, like, what can I do? Like, people are reaching out and stuff like that. And my aunt and my best friend within the same week was like, um, well, bro, like, why don't you just teach? You know what I mean? Why don't you just like, you know, you always wanted to do it. And I was like, yeah, but I was like, I don't want to do it here in Huntsville because of that other studio. People knew that I was affiliated with this other studio and they knew how close I was and stuff. And I was like, no, I don't want to do it. And I was like, well, maybe I'll move back to Florida since, you know, I got real ties in Florida. I was like, I'll just go back to Florida and do it. And my best friend, shout out to Athos, he was like, bro don't come back to Florida and do this. He said, because you're known where you are. You're important where you are. I told a lot of people that. Continue. You know what I mean? Right now. No, it's, yeah, right seriously, now. though. He was like, coming to Florida, it's like you have to start all over. He was like, but you got people reaching out to you now where you are. He was like, just do it. And I was like, no, because I don't want... I, I was so close to these other people at this other studio. I was like, man, I don't ever want them to think that it's a competition thing. Like, even though in a way they kind of did me dirty, I was still trying to protect them. it is them. a competition thing. You know what I mean? But, you know, no, but it was, it was really like, I mean, I don't know. It was just a weird thing. And I was like, man, I don't want to do it here, you know? Um, And so I was like, I I just don't know. I wasn't sure. And then my aunt, Tracia, my aunt Tracia, man, she's the best. She reached out to um, Jade, who is my website designer, reached out to Jade, sent her like this photo. I had just done this photo shoot, sent her a picture from the photo shoot and was like, He's going to name this, this, this is what he's going to do. And so they sent, she sent her all of this stuff like Jade and then they sent it to me and she was like, Princeton, this is it. It was like a whole promo thing for me about this company. And I was like, what are y'all doing? Like, no, I'm not even, I don't even, I'm not even going to do this here. You know what I mean? And she was like, no, you're going to do it and you're going to do it now. And I was like, dang. So it was like, I was, I was having people pour into my life in a time where I needed it because during that time, man, I was transitioning from an acting studio. I was in a boot because I had um, I had sprained my my ankle doing CrossFit. I was in a boot for 13 weeks. My job had closed down. My part-time job had closed down. So I didn't have no money coming in. You know what, what I mean? On, my boy. So it was rough, bro. Yeah. And I'm making $20 just taping little actors here and there. And I'm like, man, what am I going to do? And then... Um, but when we started, I partnered with another actor. His name is Sampley Baranagua. Great actor, man. Great person. He's one of my best friends now. Um, he was one of the reasons why I actually went back and started training with those guys because we were in an uh, elite group of actors. And I was like, man, I want to compete with the best. I want to train with these guys, you know. And so me and him started talking and he had done some acting teaching before, more so with kids. And we were like, man, let's let's partner and let's do this. Then we met, well, I knew Kathleen because I had an audition for a project and we worked on a project together. But Kathleen was, um, uh, Kathleen Robinson, she's a, a writer, a producer, and director as well. She had a degree from Full Sail in filmmaking and writing. So we were like, oh, we're going to be a dynamic duo. No one has ever seen it like this in this, or I guess a triple triple duo or whatever you call it. Um, threat. Triple threat, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. triple threat. Because I'm like, you know, you have an African-American guy, you have a white guy, you have this black girl, but we all are on the same page. And it was like, we're going to do this. You know what I mean? And so we all partnered and we opened up the Bond Legacy Conservatory. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You had that entrepreneurial spirit for real. Yeah. Because it ain't nothing like working a job and be like, yeah, I could do this for myself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 And I, I don't know, man, it's so weird. Like, I, I, when I, the type of work that I am and the person that I am, I, my work has to be meaningful. Mm-hmm. 
I just can't go to work and just work and it don't mean nothing. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Like, for sure. you know, and, and I for understand sure. that 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 mode of survival. Like, I know people do it all the time, but I can't do it. And I think that's why I can't leave the entertainment industry because <laughs> no, I'm like, sure. if I go do something else, I'm going to be miserable, bro. Just getting a check like, it's it just a check. Else. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, I got to do something that's meaningful and making a difference and changing lives, man. Like, I just, you know, that's just me, though. I know everybody else is different, but... It's just hard for me to just work and just not be doing so. Even my job when I worked at the boxing gym, I was helping people like get reach their fitness goals and do all of that type of stuff. So man, yeah, it's it's crazy, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So I got yeah. a couple. Go ahead, Trent. Well, I mean, I also wanted to ask, I know you were like second guessing, like starting it, mm-hmm. you know, and because you didn't want you know, it seemed like you were, you know, trying to go against, you know, the old studio, yeah. you know, where you're working for. Yeah. Was it also a thing of like, yeah, you know, people yeah. um, that are there, you know, you got family and everything and people might see you in a certain way already. Yeah. So maybe you were a little fearful in that way of like starting your own thing. Cause they might be like, no, he's trying to do teaching now. Yeah. But, you know, he was he was just acting or, you know, doing this. Now yeah. he's trying to do that. Was that, you know, a second guess or something you were thinking about at all? Uh, yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, but you know what? Honestly, though, I, I'm going to be very honest and nobody even knows this. To this day, I have never recruited a student. Everyone who's ever reached out to me about taking classes has done it on their own will. I never reached out to a student about taking classes. I've never done anything like that because I never wanted to be that person where where they would say, well, you know, Princeton, he took these students from over here and he did this and he did that. You know, I never wanted to do that. And that's why I think I didn't want to do it here because I felt like people would kind of get that impression or think that I was doing something like that. That's just not even who I am. People reached out to me because they knew I knew what I was talking about. And they know that I, as when it comes to acting, this is what I do. I'm going to push you to, to, to be good enough to get those roles, you know. And so um, and I want to I, I, I ain't trying to be like be like correcting and stuff, but I never worked for them. Like I would I would tape actors and stuff like actors would pay me to tape them at their facility. But I was never on staff at their facility. And that was the big thing I wanted to be. Like I wanted to be mm. a part of the staff because I had did I had done my my internship in college there at their facility. I had been there for a long time and I and I had had talks with you know the the people there about me coming on as a teacher, but they never gave me the opportunity. You know, mm. except one time they went out of town, and this is actually what changed everything. They went out of town one year. This was in 2019 in November. They went to L.A. for some stuff, and I. Um, no, I'm just being honest. Hey. hey, the actors were, they were preparing for a showcase. It was probably about 30, 40 actors came in and I gave them feedback on their scenes and their, their monologues and stuff. And them actors was like, yo, this is, I, I never heard this before. I never did this. And that changed the game for me. Okay. You know what I mean? And even then I was still trying to fight to be a part of the business and they were like, no. So I was like, all right. A little tea was spilled today. A little tea, you know, just a little <laughs> bit. I didn't give any names though. I ain't give yeah. you names, I, and I could really go. I could really go in on them, but I ain't gonna do all that. No, you know no, what I'm, I'm gonna keep it. I'm gonna keep it nice. You know what I'm saying? What, what, what was uh, for you? You happened. You know, absolutely. What I'm it like, all every, worked out. It all worked out. It all worked, it all worked out. out. It all worked out for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, I'm. A, I'm gonna ask a series of questions. I'm actually gonna start with Trent, and this is gonna go. Okay, cool. Trent, yeah. you ready? 
Yeah. All right. You said yeah? Yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> all right. All right. So, Trent, movies or TV shows? Mm, I'm uh, more of a movie person. All right, Princeton. Oh, man. This is... This is tough. This is tough. (laughs) I would say it depends on the season and where I am in life. Okay. The reason why is some sometimes depending on where I'm at, where I am in life, I enjoy my movies. Then if you give me a good series, series is crazy. It's over with. You 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 become attached (laughs) to the character. I'm rewatching Lovecraft Country for the third time. I'm locked in, <laughs> bro. I'm locked in. God. I'm oh. locked in. Like, oh, uh, like I'm watching it for the first. I'm. This is the third time. Okay, bro. No, I'm locked Prince in. Prince Give me a good series. And I'm, it's over with. I'm a serious person. Yeah, because you can become attached to the. Character. You can. Like that's my baby. Exactly. <laughs> right. Give her back. It, it, no. Like, <laughs> be ready to fight. Yeah. No. Yeah. Princeton inserted a a maybe button. Oh, sorry. (laughs) I I love my movies, don't get me wrong. Oh, okay. Um, But TV series is why I started acting. Shows that I relate to and a character that has a background and a whole story. I mean, TV shows is why why I started acting. Okay. That's a... I don't... (laughs) uh, (laughs) That answer... (laughs) Look, you just asked three actors. Yeah. yeah. Right. And like, I did, I did. So yeah. I'll be thinking about it later. Too. Right, me too. I'm going to give you the, 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 the PC answer. And it's <laughs> honestly, what am I, what's my purpose mm, okay. for watching it? Yeah. Because when I do a lot of studying, I like to study movies. Yes. Okay. Um, Good. I, I like to study acting in movies. Yes. Um, if it's more for leisure, you fall in love with TV, right? Yeah. Okay. That's but good. Personally, for me, where I want to be, I heard a, a quote. Um, it was Steve Harvey. He was telling a, a story about him and Denzel. Okay. And, and and I won't take up too long telling the whole whole story. Oh, but good. basically, you, it's a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That's well, true. I've been long winded. <laughs> well, basically, you know, uh, they were hanging out, and Denzel was like, "Oh, you think you're famous? Well, watch this." And when it when him and Steve Harvey came out, Denzel was getting all the attention. Yeah. And Steve was like, yo, what's going on? I got the Steve Harvey show. I got this yeah. and that and that. And Denzel goes, you're a TV actor. He said, you're in people's house all the time, so they feel attached. They feel like you're a part of them. He said, I'm a, I'm a movie actor. I'm distanced from them. And people long for what they can't have. Mm. Just human nature. Mm, you know mm, what I'm saying? Ooh, so okay. for my career, bars. for my career, yeah. I want to have a more movie centric career. Mm, okay. But I definitely want to do TV. Yeah. I would okay. love to start off in TV mm. um, and, and get my acting chops there. But I can't yeah. answer just like, do I prefer this or that? Yeah. Because there's different uses. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So he didn't answer my question, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> All right. A lot of a lot of actors probably would. No. Yeah. No, yeah. It's it's a tough. No, that was a good yeah. answer. That was <laughs> tough. All right. So the next one. Yeah. We'll start with Trent. Rom rom coms or dramas? Oh yes. Ah oh, man, I love me a rom com <laughs> every time. Give me a rom com. Uh, All right, Princeton. Drama for me. 